back to the Cattle Menu Podcast. I'm Caroline Rose, the founder and CEO of K-Rose Company and Cattle Menu. Thank you for joining us on this episode. I'm excited to bring you these conversations each week filled with relatable advice and techniques you can take back to your operation. It's my mission to make sure that we can ranch in the next generation. Make sure and subscribe where you're listening so you never miss a new episode. Welcome to another episode of the Catamenu Podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Rose, and I am here with Clary today. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me. Why don't you start and just tell us a little bit how you are involved in the agriculture industry and what you guys are up to today. Well, so I currently um, started out with this nonprofit right now that it's a startup business, but I grew up in the agriculture business and I grew up on a ranch in Paradise Valley in Livingston, Montana, and I'm fourth generation there. And I didn't grow up a whole lot around cattle or anything, but we did have a horse operation mostly for hunting and such. I had the honor of becoming a Miss Livingston Roundup Rodeo Queen in 2021. And so that kind of led me to be part of this Western Future journey. Western Futures originally wasn't my idea. It was actually my friend and colleague, Dan Osborne. Um, He's from the East Coast and he ventured to Montana and kind of fell head over heels for the Western lifestyle. He was really determined to immerse himself further into all that he could learn with Montana and the Western lifestyle, but he realized that there was a lot of other people like him that, you know, were never presented the option or opportunity to embrace that lifestyle. So that's kind of where Western Futures came up with this idea. And our mission was to kind of help people achieve their dreams. And as a nonprofit, we're focused on like providing financial support and networking opportunities for people who are interested in it. Our commitment really extends to supporting the American Western way of life and that we want to encompass whether, you know, people are into ranching traditions, you know, showing livestock or really the rodeo world. Uh, We just want to foster those connections and like support aspirations and ensure that everybody is, regardless of their background, has the chance to thrive in this Western lifestyle. It's such a cool nonprofit. How did you kind of find your way into the nonprofit side? Maybe you've always been interested in nonprofits or how did you kind of find a role in this particular one? Well, so it's actually kind of funny. Um, My mother is a realtor in Livingston and she's helping him buy some land and such. And we went to dinner one night and lo and behold, he's like, yeah, I'm just really looking for some people that are interested like in helping me with this you know grow a ranch grow this whole lifestyle idea and me and my now fiance were there and we're like oh this is kind of perfect you know we would love to help you guys and my fiance is a farrier and so we had just moved back to montana and we were just kind of looking for something to kind of get our feet back on the ground well then dan's like you know i really want to help these people who have always wanted to be part of the Western lifestyle, but never got the opportunity or never had the funds to do so. I mean, really anything Western related, whether it's riding horses or cattle or really anything, it can get expensive. And so to have a program that can help people, you know, get down the road, whether it's just simply, hey, I need help with fuel or I broke my saddle bronc saddle. Like, can you help me with that? 
kind of just be able to give that little bit of a leg up and not a handout, but a good leg up. Yeah, kind of to extend the Western lifestyle in whatever capacity that means. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So talk a little bit about, you guys are fairly new, right? Yes, we're very new. So we kind of got this idea and started it in about August. And so we um, were definitely in the beginning stages right now. We currently have four futures that we're um, sponsoring. The futures is what we call them. But yeah, we're just, we're right in the beginning stages. What are you hearing from people who are reaching out who want to be involved in the Western industry? Like, what are some of the either like setbacks that they're having or reasons why the barrier to entry is large? Well, actually, one of the best examples I have, um, her name's Hannah, and she is actually going to be coming to your She's a Hand Ranch Camp, I think in April. And she's super excited. And she reached out to us because she she was like, I, I have, you know, I think she's got two kids and she's a single mom. And she's like, but I've always wanted to be a part of this ranching lifestyle. And she's like, I just don't know where to start. And she's from Iowa. And she, yeah, so she reached out to us and she found your guys's program. And she's like, I was just wondering if you would be able to, you know, help me get there. And it was an awesome opportunity because then we got to meet you guys and she, it's been great. And she's super excited to come and, you know, learn your guys' operation and how everything happens there. And so I think that's probably the best example we have right now of somebody who is looking to be in this lifestyle, who grew up in the city life and has made her way. She's got her own little farm now and everything, but make her own way in this world. I mean, like you guys say about, talk about in a lot of your podcasts that I listen to is, you know, starting that first generation of ranchers and farmers. I think that agriculture is such a hard industry to get into. And for those of us born into agriculture, we don't really think about it, which to be honest, is probably any industry, right? If you're born into it, it seems like no brainers. Obviously, this is how you start a ranch or this is how you get a job as rancher. But if you've never been in agriculture, I think it's there's a large disconnect. And to be honest, I think for a long time, the agriculture industry didn't really want people to join and the Western world. And we kind of were hesitant about letting people in because of some horror stories, you know, that we saw in media when people hired the wrong person or whatever. And if we want this legacy to continue, if we want the Western lifestyle, if we want people to have skills, if you want to hire day labor, like they have got to start somewhere. Yeah. Oh, exactly. And it's so hard to, yeah, to get your foot in the door. And I mean, I just know I'm, I'm very fortunate that I kind of grew up in that lifestyle and we had a ranch and I mean, we never owned any cattle or anything like that. We mostly just helped the neighbors, but it is, it's very interesting to see the fact that a lot of people that still to this day are very guarded to let anybody in or let anybody help. And so it's awesome to see, you know, like with your program and hopefully with ours is that we can help these people who don't know where to start, who don't know how to start an operation or even if they wanted to get into rodeo, I don't know where to start. Well, perfect. You know, we have the connections. We have the people who can help you get there. 
you were talking about our program, She's and Ranch Camp. And one of the questions that we get most frequently is what experience is needed. And I think what you guys and us, the same mission is that no experience is needed. And we have people come to She's a Hand Ranch Camp that have only looked at a cow from the vehicle of a freeway. And we also have people come to She's a Hand Ranch Camp who are on their family's operation, but their role looks like a role that they don't love and they want to try something else and move themselves into a different role in the operation. And so I think that knowing that you don't have experience, knowing that you can find opportunities, like that has to be incredibly hopeful because I would say... 50% of our cattle menu audience are people who want to be in agriculture, who have a desire to be farmers or ranchers, and they're just looking for avenues and ways to get their feet wet and get involved in the industry. And so what are some other ways that you guys are seeing or hearing of through people who are reaching out? Well, there's like a lot of people, there's actually a gal I just talked to the other day that she's, um, she's a farrier. I'm currently in Arizona right now, but She's a farrier that she wants to become a vet and she wants to become a chiropractor and she has all these dreams and everything like that. And it was so funny because my fiance looked at me and he goes, maybe she would be a good applicant. Like, you know, we're not just looking into these people who want to, you know, start up ranches or people who are just in the rodeo world. We want to, you know, reach it out to those people where it's like, hey, you know, maybe we can give you a couple thousand or hundred dollars or something like that to help you get through school. Cause we're not technically a scholarship program or just a grant program, but I mean, we're just seeing that a lot of people, she's like, there's nothing out there. She's like, there's nowhere that I can find that is able to help without having to, you know, sit in a list of 500 some people and I might get picked. You know, we want to be able to hopefully give this to a lot of people and be able to help them along their journeys, whether or not it's rodeo or working cow horse or raining or cutting or we're not just focusing on the rodeo world. We're focusing on it all. If people want to support the nonprofit, do you guys do any events? What are some ways that people can reach out and kind of support? Well, so we're actually planning on having a fundraiser this spring. Um, We haven't picked a date exactly yet just because like we're, you know, just starting out right now, but we have a couple awesome ideas for um, some fundraisers, whether or not it's, I don't know, we had this crazy idea of possibly putting on like a mock branding or something like that for the people that have never been to a branding. Cause I don't know about around where you're at, but around where I'm at, it's hard. Like, there's a good couple amount of cattle operations, but it's that same thing of they only let a certain amount of people in. They only let a certain amount of people come. And to show these people, even in Livingston, like, hey, why don't you come come to a branding? Come wrestle some calves or something like that. You know, even if it's not branding, but, you know, have some flour on them or something. <laughs> On February 25th through 29th, we will be welcoming ranch women from all across the country into our brand new Cattlemen U Collective. The Cattlemen U Collective is our revamped online membership community for ranch women to connect and learn ranch skills. We will be covering our six pillar topics, money, cattle, relationships, home, faith, and cooking each month. 
The collective is perfect for the ranch woman who is yearning for a community that will meet her where she's at and challenge her to reach new, bigger goals. Not only that, but yearly collective members will get first access to She's a Hand Ranch Camp 2025 and a discount on their spot. You can join the waitlist today at the link down below. Yeah, try something new. That's one of the things we learned at She's a Hand Ranch Camp is it's like they, they've they never even been provided the opportunity to do some of these tasks. And one, because again, the barrier to entry can be challenging. Or two, because we're on a roll in the operation that doesn't allow us to be the one that brands the cattle or, you know, that does the ear tagging or whatever. Like sometimes it just providing these opportunities for people to try something that they've never tried before. Yeah. And that's kind of where this idea for the fundraiser came up because I know a lot of Dan's friends are from the East coast and they don't really have any sort of livestock or agricultural stuff there, at least in the cities. And so, you know, to maybe give them the opportunity to even be around a cow or some horses and just be around the lifestyle. People, people love that. The Western lifestyle is getting big, but not expanding the way that I think everybody is hoping it to expand, if that makes sense. And so that's kind of where we want to show people like, hey, it don't matter who you are, what your background is. If you want to do it, let's do it. Let's try it out. (laughs) What are some other things you guys are dreaming as you kind of look long term and into the future, what are some other things that you guys are hoping to accomplish or people you're hoping to partner with? Oh, goodness. I mean, it would be awesome to be be able to sponsor the NFR one year or something. And, you know, our at least my dreams are huge for this nonprofit to be able to not just support the people in, you know, Montana or North Dakota or South Dakota, you know. Maybe there's a kid from Georgia that really wants to become part of the Western lifestyle or Texas or California or wherever, you know, my vision for this nonprofit is to grow and expand so much that, you know, when you hear of Prefert or you hear of, oh gosh, even the NFR or Zestera and all these other things, like I want Western Futures to be in that same column of oh, I know who that is. That's awesome. You know, have you applied? Have you donated? Like, that's where I think I would want to be with this. Why do you think nonprofits are so important in agriculture? I think they're very important. Um, And right now, all all we're really seeing with nonprofits and agriculture and really the Western industry is um, mostly crisis funds and, you know, scholarship related. So, you have to be in college in order to get a scholarship. And, you know, I think crisis funds are awesome. You know, they help out a lot of ranchers and farmers, but you don't see anything for people who are just, just needing an extra little leg up. Yeah. I think that's like a unique piece of the puzzle that you guys bring to the table is it's not necessarily for people in agriculture to be the beneficiaries of what your nonprofit does. It's people who one admire and respect the industry, but also want to move towards a career kind of in agriculture in some capacity. And so I think a lot of agriculture nonprofits, it's like agriculture funded, um, and then always agriculture recipients, but you guys are kind of 
agriculture funded, and then your recipients maybe didn't start off in ag or started off in a different avenue in agriculture and wanted to switch. And so I think that kind of gives you guys a really unique perspective. Yeah. And like, we're super excited about it because we really focused it on the insiders and the outsiders, really making it available for truly everyone. And, you know, that's the hard part is you raised on a ranch you know, grow up, do all that sorts of stuff. And maybe you don't want to be a part of, you know, the family operation, or maybe you do. And so it's kind of giving that flexibility a little bit to the people who want to apply to Western Futures. Yeah, it's so cool. Talk a little bit about where you guys are on social media, or do you have a website where people can find out more information? Yes. So we have a website. uh, It's westernfutures.org. And um, we have a TikTok and an Instagram and a Facebook. Uh, I've been doing majority of the content right now. I'm not the greatest at it, but I'm working on it. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so there's a lot of places that, you know, you can find Western Futures now and you can apply online with Western Futures. We have a just the top of the page. There's a donate and apply and, you know, we have who we help and, you know, what we're about on there. And so if people have questions or concerns and my email's on there and my phone number's on there, I mean, they can always give me a call or shoot me an email. Yeah. And I think the best thing about this is you guys are partnering, like you said, with people who are coming to ranch camp. And so we have had a lot of people reach out who are interested in attending ranch camp and asking about sponsorships and asking about anything to that capacity. And so we just encourage one, if you are a believer in ranch camp and you want to help sponsor someone, um, this is a great way to do it. I'm sure people on their donation can write where they you know, if they wanted to go to someone at ranch camp. And then if you're interested in attending ranch camp, especially in 2025, that gives plenty of time to partner with you guys and see if there's any ability to help fund some of the attendees. Yeah. And it's awesome. You know, when you apply, you can put on there like, yeah, I'm going to the ranch camp and I really need some help. And it's, we're, we're more than willing to help them get there. And I think it's, a great connection that we found you guys and, you know, hopefully can help a lot more, you know, future people. Absolutely. And we're very excited for attendees who, you know, want to come from a non-agriculture background and really experience one. We live in a beautiful place. We're very close to Livingston. And we actually took one of the ranch camp from this summer to the Livingston Ranch Rodeo because my brother was competing. And my brother is one of the main teachers in Cheese Hand Ranch Camp. And so everyone wanted to go watch him compete. So we drove down there and that was really fun. And so it's a beautiful part of Montana, but it's also the perfect opportunity to come as a beginner, to come with no experience and to get to try things. And it's perfect that we get to partner with you guys. Yeah, we're super, super excited. So Well, absolutely. Well, I appreciate your time today. We'll put all of your contact information in the show notes. I encourage all of you to consider either donating or reaching out if you have a dream, something you need a little bit of funding for. Um, It's always better to ask versus waiting to ask or not taking any action because the worst thing someone can say is no. So reach out, see if there's any funding opportunities. Um, And if you have a little extra donation money, I think this is a great cause that you guys can send some funds to. Well, thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. 
Thanks again for listening to the Cattle Menu Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. We are thankful to have you in your community. Like always, remember, the grass is greener where you water it.